Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's been a while, but I wanted to continue the anemia. So today I wanted to cover pernicious anemia. So just a general overview. Basically, it is an autoimmune condition that affects the absorption of vitamin B12, which then creates a deficiency that results in a decreased red blood cell production. And then this is characterized by decreased gastric production of hydrochloric acid, which then leads um, also to a deficiency of intrinsic factor, which is essential for vitamin B12 absorption. This can also be known as Addison anemia. So just a quick overview of the uh, pathophysiology. So it is an inherited autoimmune response which may cause gastric mucosal atrophy and result in a decreased production of hydrochloric acid and intrinsic factor, which is a substance normally secreted by the parietal cells of the gastric mucosa. So, it's an autoimmune attack, which also may occur on the gastric intrinsic factor. So, the intrinsic factor deficiency impairs vitamin B12 absorbencies in the terminal ileum of the GI tract, and the B12 deficiency inhibits the growth of all cells, but particularly the red blood cells, which then leads to insufficient and deformed red blood cells with poor oxygen-carrying capacity. So what may be some causes of this? So some causes may be gastric um, or chronic gastric inflammation. It could also be atrophic gastric mucosa. It could be small bowel disease. It could be autoimmunity against intrinsic factor and um, probable autoimmunity against gastric parietal cells. It could also be a genetic uh, predisposition for the individual, um, secondary pernicious anemia, which may result from parietal cells being removed from the stomach. So risk factors, um, intestinal disease such as celiac disease, um, vegan diet could also be a risk factor. Certain medications such as antibiotics can be a risk factor autoimmune disease that involves the endocrine gland, such as type 1 diabetes, could be a risk factor. A thyroid uh, disorder could be a risk factor if somebody has a tapeworm infection. That could be a risk factor. Removal of part of the small bowel could also put individuals at risk for developing pernicious anemia. And also, um, testicular dysfunction can also be a risk factor. So, the incidence of this, so pernicious anemia is common in northern Europeans of fair complexion. This type of anemia is rare in blacks and Asians. It's most common in adults between the ages of 40 and 70, with a mean age of onset of 60 years um, for whites and uh, 50 years for blacks. Also, um, it affects men and women equally. Complications. Heart failure. This is with severe anemia, untreated anemia. Permanent central nervous system signs and symptoms if not treated early. 
Um, gastric polyps could also be a complication of pernicious anemia. Stomach cancer could be a complication. Fractures such as back, upper leg, and upper forearm. False positive um, pap tests in um, women. Um, History-wise, so you might look for characteristics such as weakness, um, a beefy red sore tongue, numbness, tingling in the um, extremities are also um, signs that could indicate that this is pernicious anemia. Gastrointestinal disturbances such as nausea, vomiting, anorexia, but those are very general. Um, Weight loss, flatulence, diarrhea, constipation, um, peripheral numbness, paresthesia, lightheadedness, um, headache, uh, diplopia, which is like uh, double vision, blurred vision, loss of taste, tinnitus, which is ringing in the ear, fatigue, dysmia, mostly during exercise, but that can also be vague, confusion, also be vague, uh, depression, very vague symptom, loss of balance, also a very vague symptom, physical findings that you might correlate with anemia, um, pallor, Mild jaundice, again, smooth, uh, beefy red, painful tongue with loss of papillae, the little tiny ridges on your tongue. Um, slightly jaundice sclera and pale to bright yellow skin. Tachycardia, systolic murmur, also vague, um, enlarged liver and spleen. Weakness in the extremities, unsteady gait, which is vague, um, disturbed position sense. Lack of coordination, impaired fine finger movement, loss of bowel and uh, bladder control, which is also vague. Impotence in men could also be a very vague symptom. Irritability, depression, delirium, ataxia. Again, lots of vague symptoms. So you really have to get this worked up with your uh, primary provider. Memory loss could also be a vague symptom. Uh, positive Babinski and Romberg signs. If you're in nursing school, I'm sure by at least first semester, maybe second semester, you will be um, aware of the Babinski and the Romberg signs through your, um, what did we call them? Or like your clinical labs. We call them OSCEs um, when I went to nursing school. Anywho, um, optic muscle atrophy can also be a physical finding, retinal hemorrhaging. An date with severe anemia can also be a physical finding. So what are some laboratory tests that we might send? So hemoglobin levels, obviously low hemoglobin. Um, they might also do a red blood cell count, which may be decreased. Um, and then they can do like a full uh, CBC. They might send white cells, too, with your full CVCs, bilirubin, um, the full blood work of panels, essentially. Procedures and diagnostics that they can do are bone marrow aspiration and biopsy, um, which can reveal er erythroid hyperplasia with increased numbers of megaloblasts, but few normally developing um, red blood cells. Otherwise, um, gastric analysis may show an absence of dehydrochloric acid 
after histamine or pentagastrin injection. Um, so total gastric secretions are decreased, which we know is part of the pathophysiology of um, malabsorption of vitamin B12, which then leads to the pernicious anemia. They could also do a shilling test, which may reveal a urinary excretion of vitamin B12, um, less than 3% in the first 24 hours in patients with pernicious anemia. It may reveal normal excretion of vitamin B12 when repeated with intrinsic factor added, but this is rarely performed. So obviously treatment, you identify the condition and then obviously they would treat the underlying cause. So diet-wise, always recommend a well-balanced diet for just your overall general health. Um, you can also monitor your sodium and fluid if the patient has heart failure. Um, otherwise, they may do activities as tolerated and of course vitamin B12 replacement given IM subcutaneously, nasally, or orally with maintenance levels of monthly B12s after the condition improves. Um, so that is the overview of pernicious anemia. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I can't promise anything, but I will try to have the next episode out for you guys. Have a great rest of your day. See you in the next one.